Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the last episode of the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, one last time, it's Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD. You can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, we're done watching Gilmore Girls. Uh, we got some emails from listeners uh, that we've kind of compiled. But before we get to those, like, I, I just want to ask, like, how do you find the show now that you've watched it? Like... So I remember when you first watched it, you'd never seen the show before. No. Uh, but now that you've seen it, like, what do you, what do you think of Gilmore Girls? Did you enjoy it? I yeah, I find it to be really good comfort food television. Like, mm-hmm. I could I could definitely see myself having it on the background. Yes. Um, and, and maybe just sitting down watching an episode again. In mm-hmm. fact, I have. So, um, but I I really like the character development. Um, I I like Amy Sherman Palladino's writing. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's probably a show I wouldn't have watched otherwise. I mean, I know that I have friends that, that are uh, devotees of it, mm-hmm. um, but I probably would not have sat down and watched it, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, it's it's a great show. It's a show that I got into by happenstance because I was dating somebody who was watching the show, and then when we broke up, like I was like, I kind of want to know what happens in this show. So I ended up mm-hmm. watching it from start to finish, and I was very pleasantly surprised to find out that it's actually such a great show but i think yeah you know you're right it's a show i otherwise would not have watched and i think for me it's mostly because i thought it was a girl's show like i thought it was something that was primarily for girls and not really for guys but having watched the show now multiple times i could say like it's for everybody it's not just for men or for women like anybody can pick up and watch the show and enjoy it yeah, I mean, I, I would say that probably would not be the genre I usually watch, but I'm mm-hmm. glad I did. Yeah. I'm not even sure what genre this would be, but... Um, it is a little bit of yeah. different things, right? Like, it's... Yeah. It's not um, the first movies. It's surreal. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... It's a corn maze. Yeah, like, it's just... There's there's a certain something to the show, so... Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, and if you haven't heard, we're going to be doing Mad Men after this, but we're going to take a bit of a break because, you know, we've been recording two episodes every week for like, I want to say like the last year and a half, two years. Is that so, what it was? Wow. I don't know. I've, most of the pandemic <laughs> felt like. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to take a bit of a break and then we'll come back and watch Mad Men. But that's a show that I'm excited to dive back into because uh, it's a great show. It's one that probably could use a little bit of a, you know, re-examination. So, uh, but we have some emails from you, the listeners that we we've compiled. We didn't really answer them on the main show, but uh, we've compiled them. I should say, like, because uh, I know some people will say, "Oh, I emailed and you didn't read it." I I basically took like a lot of the ones that had some similar kind of questions and just kind of took one to represent all of that those questions. So. If yours specifically is not read, don't take it too personally. It's just because you and maybe 15 other people asked the same question. So uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. But I'm thinking you'll get the same answer nonetheless because it's pretty much the same question. So, Or at least very similar in line. So, so that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Francis says, so now that the show is over, are you Team Dean, Team Jess, or Team Logan? I was Team Dean until I listened to the podcast, and now I'm firmly Team Logan. Wait, what? You're Team Logan? 
No, I'm not. I'm not. The but Francis is saying that he was Team Dean. Oh, she's now... saying. Yeah, sorry. That was included in the in the I was email. Like, what? Yeah, no. What did you think? <laughs> when did I sway to such such the dark like, side? <laughs> I'm gonna throw a curveball at you for you in the last episode. I'm I'm firmly right. Team Logan. Um, Wait, so Francis says it. So Francis says it. She, originally, she was Team Dean, and now she's Team Logan. Yes. So she said. Yeah. Um, I've teamed none of them actually. <laughs> I no I way. feel like um, relationships begin and end for a reason, and I I probably would have leaned team logan or not logan no because i find him smart um team jess but i think that there's something about that i think that jess maybe needs something a little different and rory too so i'm not really anybody's team what about you i would say i'm team jess i think you know he he had some low points there in season three but i think he kind of bounces back a little bit in the revival and some of the other later seasons so um, I don't know if he necessarily deserves Rory. I think he as a person is much better, but I keep thinking like, I don't know if like Rory necessarily deserves him, but out of the three of them, I'm, I'll, I'll say Team Jess. I, I think that, yeah, I think that I feel like, um, he needs somebody different. Yes. Maybe not necessarily better, but different. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dean never. I mean, I'm sorry, but Dean was just the worst. And I don't know, like Logan was never my favorite, but he got so like I, I didn't quite like him in the revival, especially because we find out that he's cheating on his fiance. So right. I was never really a fan of that. So yeah, I think Jess, just because, like, in terms of his character development, they kind of put him in the best place after all is said and done. But, right. yeah. Right. I think he's the most authentic with her. Yes. As far as, you know, like a good relationship. You're tender with everybody's tender spots, but you also call people out on stuff when they're BSing you. And I think he did that. Like calling her out on quitting college. Mm hmm. And. And he does that, I think. But he does it in a loving way. Yes. Uh, Ashley doesn't have a question, but more a statement. Uh, she says, it's been interesting to listen to the podcast, as I've listened to many Gilmore Girls podcasts, and most of them are all the same. Two girls who are very clearly biased fans of the show and very often look past criticisms of the show as, as filling in the blanks for the writers, which I don't enjoy at all. To have a mental health expert and a guy was very much a pleasant surprise, but I liked that you two had fair criticisms of the show, but also propped it up when you saw it doing something good. Thank you for the show, and I look forward to what's You're next. Thank you, Ashley. It's very kind. Yeah, thank you very much. Because we, we have worked really hard on this. I would say Curry even more so because he posts the episode. <laughs> I just do <didn't> <laughs> Steph shows up and she'll rant and I just capture it and put it to the air, put it to, to the people. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, I, I've noticed that with not just Gilmore Girls, but a lot of other podcasts where people will kind of like say, oh, well, I think the writer's meant to do this or the writer's meant to do that. And I always say, I'm like, well, if they meant to do something, it would be in the actual show. It wouldn't be something you're trying to kind of explain yourself after the fact. 
And we've talked about parts of the show that were problematic. Yes. Um, and I think that's something that I don't know if other podcasts bring that up. There are some things that are really not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, glad you liked the podcast. I'm glad that you uh, thought that we had some fair criticisms. I like to think we had fair criticisms, too. And, yeah, you know, the show is overall a good show, I would say. Uh, I think there's moments where, yeah, it has some problematic moments or some moments that, you know, we're not fans of. But no show is ever perfect. So, uh, Henry asked, if you had to romantically match any two characters from the show, who would you re- get? Who would you... Or, or he says that they never can have in the show been romantically involved. So two characters that were never dating. Who would you pair and why? Um, Rose, I think her last name is Abdo, that plays Gypsy, said that in the original series she played Gypsy as being in love with Lorelai. So I would get the two of them together. Ooh, there you go. And then Lorelai could get all the car fixing taken care of, right? Yes. That's her business. Mm-hmm. I could see that too. Like after you know she dates Christopher, you know maybe she's just like I'm done with men, and Gypsy's like, well, hey, here you go, give this a try. Um, I will say, Luke and Suki, because I feel like they they oftentimes butted heads, but I could also see them oh, both having like a romantic tension. Yeah, like, I could see them, I could definitely see them having, like, a bit of a romantic tension there. And also, too, they would easily have fun in the kitchen. Like, they both love the cook. Sorry? Mm -hmm. And you don't like Jackson, right? So that would be, it's not that you don't like him, but. He's, he's very whiny throughout the show, so. Yeah, whiny. probably written to be whiny. Plus, you know, uh, you know. You get the impression that, like, even Suki kind of finds Luke attractive. So, and who knows? Maybe Luke deep down finds her attractive too. So, I would put those two together, and then, and then maybe in this off-brand world, you get Jackson and Lorelai, and the, that would be a worse pairing. <laughs> That'd be terrible. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um. Kyle asked, do you prefer the ending that was originally in season seven, Bon Voyage, or do you prefer the ending in fall? This is going to be another question I don't give a straight answer to that, is that um, there are things I like and dislike about both. Mm. Um, I don't like where they took Rory's storyline because I feel like they still have this pattern of a woman is doing well with a career or has a bright future and then birth control fails. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I'm assuming, we don't know with Rory, but um, but it's something that I, I don't know what that's about and why that happens, so I would rather have not had that. And uh, the finale, um, just the whole thing that the townspeople felt that they were owed tickets to her graduation, that party was made like to celebrate Rory, but also to make up for the town on gang tickets for graduation seemed kind of off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's a way to blend them somehow. But yeah, the whole pregnancy angle and then just to end it, I wasn't really a fan of that. What do you think? The, yeah, like you, there's things I like and dislike about both endings. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like in Bon Voyage that they kind of involved 
all the characters like i mean obviously edward herman had passed away when they were filming a year of the life but like him and emily were there and you had the townies and just how everyone came together i think really highlighted one of the strengths of the show something i didn't quite like we always like those episodes yeah yeah, yeah the townies like Brace Bridge and they shoot Gilmore's don't they? And... and you can make the argument that yeah, they have no sense of entitlement to being at her graduation party or whatever. But like, I did kind of be like, yeah, I mean, obviously for this town, like everyone is so close knit, I could see it. So I like that. And something about the revival with the wedding and them doing it the night before, it was like I don't know, just. There was, like, a few people there. Like, I saw Lane was there and all that. So there's a couple people there to witness it, I guess. But, like, I kind of would have preferred if they showed the wedding with the whole town and everyone there. That would have been better, I think, to kind of keep that kind of energy from that other ending. Um, and then, that being said, though, like, I do like the way they end this with um, Rory being pregnant. I thought that was interesting and a great place to leave things. But again, they didn't quite fulfill on that fully. Cause I kind of wanted to see maybe like a year later where she's, you know, promoting her book and she's got a child to raise too. So I don't know. It, neither ending was perfect. in in my opinion, although I guess I kind of prefer the more complete ending of Bon Voyage a bit more. Did kind of feel a little more, I guess conclusive and a little more wrapped up than than Fall did. I mean, Fall felt like they were expecting another season. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Jacob says, "What's your favorite moment from the show?" Oh wow. There's That's... a lot. There's a lot. Uh... I think one of my favorites, which is also kind of a sad moment, is when when Rory comes home just crying about um, Logan's dad dismissing her and saying that she wasn't good enough for the paper. Mm -hmm. And the way that Edward Herman looks at her and realizes that they've failed her, I think is one of the most powerful moments of the show. And And probably any scene with Emily and Richard. I mean, they just stole the show. Mm -hmm. um, but that one in particular, because they kind of, like, all the chickens come home to roost. That yeah. They've kind of enabled Rory in many ways and given her a way of life that she otherwise wouldn't have had and, and telling her that she's special all the time has backfired. Yeah. What about you? I have two. I'm cheating. It's a tie. Mm -hmm. Uh I'll, I'll say one kind of ekes out a little more than the other. I'll say, like, the runner-up was, uh, like, the Luke and Lorelai kiss that you get at the end of season four when they're kind of bickering outside and, he's, yeah. and you know, like, stop and then kiss and then goes in, what are you doing? Oh, just stop. And, you know, like, that was a cute moment. Yeah. But I think, mm -hmm. for me, my favorite moment was uh, Rory's Chilton graduation where, you know, she's talking about all, like, the influence her grandparents and and Lorelai had on her and like it's such a heartfelt scene and I think considering that these were fictional characters it really did sell that like yeah these are these it felt very real like it felt like yeah. Rory's mm -hmm. love for Lorelai and for her grandparents was truly real and you know I I, I think that's probably yeah my favorite moment from the mm -hmm. show 
Well, I think that's probably why I like the one with Richard, too, is that you can just see the, the love he has for her and just the, yeah. the complicated emotions that come with, with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, a lot of episodes, a lot of the moments from previous seasons, I think, like, seasons uh, one through four, those have my, some of my favorite moments. Five, six, seven, and the revival, I... Nearly have as many moments I like this much, but it's interesting you mentioned the one where yeah she goes and talks to Richard because I I do feel like that was a that was a moment where yeah you see that Richard's kind of like yeah we we failed her a little bit here so and that he's lost too because he's like do you want to talk to your grandmother she's like no no and just him go oh boy <laughs> yeah which kind of parallels. What now that I think about that, it parallels the fall episode where Lorelai's sharing that story with um, Emily mm -hmm. about how Richard didn't show a lot of emotions, but he still showed up for for her. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bob says, "Does it seem weird that Liz and TJ didn't show up in the revival?" Not really. I, kind I didn't of... even miss them, actually. I didn't even notice. No. I think the actress that plays Liz, like, she's kind of become a bit controversial in the last few years, so oh, really? I think that was a reason. And then the actor that played, plays DJ says he's retired from acting, so I think they kind of had to write around that. So, I mean, yeah, it probably would have been ideal if they were in the show, but I think they, they worked around that well enough, so... Okay, and we got one final question. Kylie asks, "What's your ranking of the seasons?" Oh wow, I could probably do it by grouping. So I'd say one, two, three, and four are probably the best, mm -hmm. and then seven is probably at the bottom, uh, and then four, five, and six are random order with those. I don't have one more than the other. Um, okay, and then I would probably put the the revival like kind of at the bottom so what would you say interesting um <laughs> I would put season 7 at the bottom I think that's probably the worst season of the show and mainly to do with the fact that we just it, you have a lot of storylines like with the Christopher storyline goes on way too long and I didn't quite appreciate it at all. And I think when you get to like the latter half of that season, it gets better, but it still is a little clunky dialogue and store and writing wise. Um, uh, then I guess I would go with season six as the second worst. Season six was also kind of awkward because that was the one where they had the big fight that also took up half the season. Oh, yeah. You might notice a bit of a charm with me. I hate when you have like these half a season long arcs that just drag out the whole season. So, mm -hmm. yeah, wasn't a fan of that. I would then put the revival. Uh, I put that kind of behind uh, or in front of uh, season six. Then I would go season five. Season five is, is a little bit better. Uh, I put season one ahead of season five. 
and then I think two and three for me are pretty pretty close. I would say probably two is like the third place, and I would say season three is second. And I think for me, number one is season four. Season four for me is the best season of the show. I think that's great, too, because you really get to see Rory being humbled a bit. Like, the first two seasons, or first three seasons, sorry, she's uh, in Chilton, and she's pretty much, you know, the the big fish in the small pond. And then she goes uh, off to Yale, and she finds out that she's not. And I think they did such a great job of, like, giving her that level of distress and finding out that she's not everything that she... Uh, thought she would be and I think some of these other seasons and even the revival have tried to do something similar but I think season four was like the most effective at showing like Rory is not perfect in fact she's probably far from perfect uh, but then also too you've got like the whole uh, storyline with Luke and Lorelai and them eventually realizing that they have feelings for each other so and I think there's just a lot of great episodes with the townspeople in that season too so yeah season four is probably my favorite the one that I revisit at least uh, the most. What season was that? Do you remember? Sorry? What's, what's the Grace Bridge? I want to say that was two. Yeah. That was season two, episode ten. That was also a great episode. Season two, wow. Yeah. I think a lot of people will say that they shoot Gilmore's Don't They is one of their favorite episodes, and that's yeah. season three. Like, honestly, I would say seasons one through four are all pretty great. Um, season one, it takes a little bit to get going, but it doesn't take too long. So. Okay. Well, that is it for our Gilmore Girls podcast. But, uh, yeah. I'm excited to talk about uh, Mad Men when we do get around to talking about that. It'll be a bit of a different conversation, too, because... Gilmore Girls is, a, I would argue, a lot more lighthearted of a show than Mad Men, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to talk about. All right. And uh, Steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com, where you can buy her new book, Healing from Toxic Relationships, and I'm over at threeingrownearth.com, where almost every other day we've got new content going up. And with that said, we'll see you all when we see you talking about Mad Men. Bye for now.